what's going on everybody good morning and welcome today is wednesday april i don't know what is it 12 13 2022 you know of all the things yeah 13 wednesday april 13 2022 my name is jeremy and this is my first cup Good morning to Stacy and Liz and Jenny and Kelly and all the rest of you, whether you're watching live later or listening later. Thanks for coming by. I don't know why I can't make the date stay in my brain. Like I look at it about six times before I start the show. It won't remain there. I don't know why. I'm good at remembering things. For some reason, that one just doesn't hang. I get doubtful. Good morning, Andy. How was your Tuesday? Was it as good as mine? I did three great interviews. I, I have to say, uh, we're doing some things a little bit different. I'm keeping the video on for just about everybody, and it's changing things. We're having better conversations, better dialogues. The guests are more engaged. They know I'm paying attention. I'm doing better because it forces me to give all of my attention. I can't look around at other things. Now, sometimes I don't like that. Sometimes I want to grab my phone and just check, like, uh, what was that thing that they were talking about? Who they, they couldn't quite get a name or a movie. Let me grab that for them and seem really smart. Uh, I can't do those things anymore. But I think it's a good trade-off. I think it's worthwhile. I don't know if you can tell if you're only listening to the audio, but if you can, I want to know. I want to know if you can tell. Uh, so I mentioned that one of the guests yesterday was a big name. And it went really well. Quite often when we get big name guests, they show up and they're used to being interviewed in a certain way. And it takes us some time to get through that, to move kind of past that. That was not the case yesterday. We hit the ground running. It was awesome. And we got a great hour. All three of them were great hours, honestly. Uh, one of them, I kept talking after we closed the show for probably 20 or 30 minutes. And I think, you know, at least one, maybe even two of the people are, are kind of new whistle kick. I don't want to say fans, that, that feels arrogant, but um, people aligned with our mission, people that get it. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if one of them who owns a school shows up for free training day in November, November 12th, Keene, New Hampshire. Um, October 22nd, Portland, Oregon. There are Facebook events for both. Um, wouldn't surprise me if this person who lives in New York shows up for this. Um, so, yeah. Oh, more people. Good morning also to Frank and Brian and Ray. Ray says, forgot to mention, I was in a school on Monday and had a student run up to me say, is that a whistle kick hat? Was very excited to tell me his dad does Kempo and has done some seminars with you. I love that. I love when that stuff happens. Uh, one of my dreams is that this happens in an airport between two strangers. That people are traveling. And you know what it's like when you're traveling. You're just kind of like, I, I, uh, I hate everyone. You're all smelly and too close to me. And, you know, the airport. But somebody looks over to somebody else. And they see them wearing something with whistle kick on and they go up and say, hey, do you train? They say, yeah, I do. 
whatever. Do you train? Yeah. I do something else. And they spend the rest of their time until one of them goes off to their plane chatting about martial arts. That's my dream. I want that to happen. Gad says, good morning. Already half a day passed here. Well, yeah. It's not always morning. It's only it's only 6.30 in one time zone right now. Until we can figure out how to broadcast live at 6.30 at all 24 time zones, that's going to happen. Speaking of which, we did discuss uh, a little bit of quantum mechanics yesterday on one of the episodes. I was very proud of myself. This person brought the subject up and I was able to go right in there and, and, and just keep flowing with it because I know that much about quantum because I find it fascinating and read about it when new articles come up in my feed. Uh, what else happened yesterday? I went to dinner with a client and uh, a couple employees. Had a, had a really nice meal. What did I eat? Basically, uh, fettuccine Alfredo with shrimp and scallops. Fettuccine Alfredo del Mar. That's not a good Italian accent. It was an Italian restaurant. Um, it's an Italian-ish restaurant. Food's good. Um, we were out. We were out late for dinner anyway, and I just kind of came home and hung out and went to bed. That was it. I recorded. Went to dinner. I planted a couple lilac trees. I have now officially planted all the trees that I purchased, all the trees and bushes. So time to buy more, um, which is a good lead-in. It's actually International Plant Day. Perfect. <laughs> Jenny says, my knowledge of quantum. I've seen the Ant-Man movies. Good morning, Josh. Josh says, good morning. I finally made it to a show trying an experiment to get up earlier to work out in the morning instead of late at night. Wanted to say hi. I'm glad you did, my friend. Um, the studies on when to work out show that there is benefit no matter when you do it. The question is, how does it fit into your life? I think for a lot of people, they work out. When they work out later in the day, it kind of gets them riled up and it's hard to settle down and go to bed. Um, I don't like waking up early to work out. To me, working out is something I really enjoy. I like to do it later in the day, and it, it, it's it's a sign to myself. It's generally the first thing I do for myself in a given day. So to do it in the morning really throws me off, but I like the way I feel the rest of the day on the days that I do that. It's been a long time since I've worked out in the morning. I used to do it, but with this show, kind of tough. I'm not getting up any earlier. I love you guys. I'm not getting up earlier. In order to get a get a, a real workout in, I'd be up at I'd be up before five. I'm not doing that. Probably four thirty. That's okay. Um, yeah. So International Plant Day. We've got some some questions from Frank. I'm gonna and there's even a little show and tell going on. I have props right here. Believe it or not. Oh, I'm drinking coffee. What else? What else happened? I'm trying to think. Oh, you know, you know what I didn't do? I didn't bring up the Facebook group. Let's see if I responded to it. I posted it. 
it's a nice day. Yeah, it's, you know, it's always interesting here in Vermont, end, end of winter, and, you know, you can call it spring all you want. This is the end of winter as far as I'm concerned. I'm outside in a t-shirt when it's like 58, 60 degrees. It's just, it's so much warmer than it was. It just feels warm, especially if the sun's out like it was yesterday. Um, yeah, some of you responded. So there we go. So we got some other stuff to talk about. Cool. Alrighty. Frank's getting up tomorrow at 4 a.m. Everybody's saying hi to Josh. Josh, be careful. This is a, this is addictive. There's a community. They will latch on to you. They won't let go in the best possible way. I think we're going to do show and tell for the new thing tomorrow. I got to prep. You know, let me, let me do that. Let me write this down. Uh, show and tell prep. For first cup. Just gonna do that today. And that's gonna happen at let's say 4 p.m. Won't take me very long. That should work. What do I have today? I got a meeting and I got a meeting and I got a meeting. And I got some stuff. Lots of stuff to do. Hey, I did that thing. I did something yesterday with the interviews that I don't normally do, which is in between. I recorded the intros and outros. So finish the interview, go take a quick break, come back, record the intro and the outro, get it uploaded, do all the other little backend stuff that we have to do for each episode. And I'm done. I had one that I did in the morning that I hadn't done from three weeks, three weeks ago, because sometimes I have interviews that just make me go, oh, I'm so fried. For some reason, I was not fried yesterday. I could have done more. I could have done, could have done four, five, or six. If they all went that way, I felt like I didn't have to work as hard, which was really interesting. So. <laughs> Jenny says, "One of us. One of us." How do we all know how to how to say that? She wrote one of us, one of us, one of us, but we all read that as one of us, right? Like, isn't that from a movie? I don't even think I've seen the movie. All right. Um, let's talk about plants. So today is International Plant Appreciation Day. If you've been watching the show for a long time, you know I love plants. I have plants all over the place. I've been, I give away plants, I plant plants, I propagate plants. I like plants. And so Frank has a question here, a few of them. Do you have a favorite website, book, podcast, or YouTube show that you get gardening information from? No, actually. Um, I've been gardening long enough that I'm at a point where I kind of just listen to what the plants tell me. You can tell, plants are really simple. When I talk to people who struggle with plants, it's because they have one of two attitudes, generally. They're trying to do too much and they overwater and they, they repot too often and they're trying to put too many um, amendments into the soil, right? Like they're just trying to do too much or they're not just not doing anything. 
remember, plants want to live. As long as the soil they're in is not terrible, and as long as they have some water, they won't die. The way you fix the water thing, you get a moisture probe. They're 10 bucks on Amazon. You stick it in the dirt, and as long as it doesn't say that it has no water, you leave it alone. If it says it has very little water, you put a little bit of water in. And over time, you come to learn what the plant's like. It really is as simple as just being quiet and listening to the plant. Um, so here's a great example of listening to the plant. Switch into this, and then I'll switch back. All right. So this is really simple. Just a couple spider plants in a pot. I've actually had this pot. This pot was a, a gift of a bonsai in like 2002, but I like the pot. I killed the bonsai very quickly because I didn't know plants very well back then. Uh, this is an interesting pot and, and plant in that the since there are no drain holes, I have to be really careful. And since they're spider plants and they root very, very densely, uh, there's very little space for water. So I have to water this pretty frequently. But I don't put much water in because it can't hold a lot of water. If I water too much, I'm going to rot the roots. But it's really happy. And how do I know it's really happy? It's sending off this kind of vine. And you can see there are some flowers going here. It's, this is how I know a plant, a spider plant is really happy is when it starts doing this. Because it's using energy that it has to do something that is unnecessary to its survival. Maybe necessary to its propagation, but all living things first have to survive before they can propagate. So there you go. Um, and a lot of the plants that I have are, are kind of like it's it's all that philosophy. You know, there's there's a there's an avocado tree, and it just kind of does its thing. And there's a palm, and now they're all over the place. I've I've give, I think I've given a plant tour. I'll do another outside tour at some point this summer because I've, I've already put in three, seven, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've already pl planted eight new things. And last fall I planted like four new things and there's gonna be way more. So yeah, we'll do a tour. Jenny says it is from an old movie, though I can't remember which one. I know it had a pop culture reference in The Simpsons. Stacy says, it shows up in The Simpsons and Wolf of Wall Street. And Josh has a link that I'm not going to click on right now. Um, <laughs> Stacy says, thanks, Google. I'm going to have some new and crazy ads now. That's awesome. Sometimes I, I like that. It, it's funny. I'll have a conversation with someone just in words. Uh, this happened on Sunday. I told you I went to Maine, had lunch with a friend. And we were talking about something. He sent me a screenshot of his phone later. Something he's never searched for. He got an ad for. <sighs> yeah. Something that we were talking about. Something that was only in voice. Josh says, can't attach a photo, but love this quote. I will have to tell my wife about today. She views plants as like more of her kids. I have some of them. I, I feel that way. Um, you know, it's interesting. I've been through the mental exercise of what if I moved or what if I spent weeks on the road traveling? I could do just about everything. Even my garden could probably be okay for a couple weeks at a time. But my inside plants. What would I do? I'd have to give them all away. Or I'd have to hire someone to come in and 
screw them up. I like my plants. They have personalities. If you, if you spend enough time with plants, you come to learn that they all have different personalities. For example, so Frank's second question is about aloe. Do you have any aloe plants for medicinal purposes? Um, I rarely use aloe topically, but I do. And, and believe it or not, you can eat aloe. I don't know if you know that. Um, so this is one of five aloe plants over there. The I have three that are about this size, and those ultimately were sectioned off from the two larger ones. And I think the two larger ones were originally one plant. And I think that one plant came from my father 15 years ago. I don't remember. Um, but the three aloe plants that I have that are in these size pots uh, have very different personalities. They don't all need water at the same rate. One of them refuses to grow up. It keeps growing to the side and it likes to be tippy and I have to be careful. Um, yeah. So uh, I grow my aloe a little bit differently than most people. Most people grow aloe and they think about tropical conditions, which is where they are generally from. But the plant stand I have over there sits over a forced hot air vent and that's where the aloes love to be. And I deprive them of water as much as I can. You can see like there's plenty of moisture in the leaves, right? They're, they're, they're full, they're not over full. And aloe will do that. They will they will fill right up if they can. If they if they start to think like, am I supposed to preserve this water? Um, but I take my moisture probe and I put it in the dirt. And if it has any water, if it shows that it has any moisture in the soil, I don't water it. It's only when it's bone dry and then I give it a little bit. And that they've flourished in those conditions. Absolutely flourished to the point where I find that they do better in the winter with very little light in that space because it's dry and hot versus outside in the summer where it's much warmer, much more light. Well, no, maybe it's not warmer. I don't know. They just, they like it over there. So. Stacy says, I used to have about four aloe plants that were about three and a half feet tall. And then one cat went crazy and munched on them all and used the aloe plants as a litter box that ended quickly. And the ones that lived were given to friends. Oof. I am thankful that um, Zusa never tried to use plants as litter boxes. And maybe that's because the ones that sit on the ground are, are tall pots. But she would eat them. So like this one right here sits on my coffee table. And this thing here, she would have eaten this. I had to keep these either out of reach or trimmed because she'd just come on. And she would eat it. And I was like, I don't know that that's good for you. Was the closest thing to grass you could get. Spider plants are basically broadleaf grass. And I've got a lot of them that have gone into little pots, you know, taking the little, people call them babies, just the little um, sprout things that come off these vines. And I put them in dirt. And I put them in gardens and everything because they grow so quickly that it just becomes um, kind of live compost in a garden bed. And it adds a little bit of texture. And some of them will probably go out. I, I'm going to put up a table and see if I can sell some plants this summer. We'll see. People want spider plants and other random house plants and plant starts and maybe some produce that come off the plants. I don't know, but we're going to find out. Uh, and, oh, button. 
last question from Frank. What type of tomatoes do you like to grow? So I have struggled over the years with tomatoes. Um, the hornworms just destroy them. Um, and then there are other things that also do a number on the plants as well as the fruit. And that's why I primarily grow tomatillos. If you don't know tomatillos, they're the, the green tomato looking things and they have that kind of papery husk. They're like ground cherries, if you know ground cherries, but tomatillos are much larger. Uh, I've got, I've been saving seed for on my, my tomatillos for years and slowly breeding out, you know, what, what a gardener would call a land raised variety, you know, just keep using the same seed, growing it out, selecting the best ones. And I'm trying to grow out bigger and bigger fruit, but I end up with tomatillos with a stalk at the bottom that is like a small tree. It's a couple inches across. They get so big and so heavy that they split. I use the largest tomato cages I can find for them. Um, last year, I didn't get very many. I think it, they did not get enough water, which is a bummer. Um, but I had enough to save seed, and I've got several other varieties of tomatillos coming in. So we'll see if, if that cross-pollination helps them. Hybrid vigor, if you, if you know gardening, hybrid vigor is, is when you get some cross-pollination between varieties and it creates a stronger first year offspring. Plant genetics. Uh, I also grow ground cherries, but uh, there are a number of other tomatoes that I grow just to try and preserve seed. You know, kind of your standard big, like like a beefsteak sort of tomato. I don't even know what it's called. It's just tomato. Um, I have cherry tomatoes, um, yellow pear tomatoes. You've probably seen those. Those are often in grocery stores. And there's an interesting stripy one called Lucky Tiger that I did not get to grow last year. It just it didn't, didn't do anything. But I'll tell you, the stuff I'm doing in the greenhouse this year, holy cow. I've got things that are absolutely going crazy in there, so definitely did the right thing with starting things in there. And I think I'm going to need a second greenhouse or a bigger one next year. I would like to build a greenhouse outside, but I don't know where I would do it. But I do, I have figured out where the pond's going. I was scoping that out yesterday. I know where the pond's going. Uh, Kelly says, I'm more of a flower person rather than veggies. I get it. Flowers are beautiful. There's, there's a part of me that grow, that I'll admit, I'd say the main reason that I grow vegetables over flowers is it, it, I can justify it in terms of productivity. I am, I am so busy and I really have a hard time, and I'm getting better at this, but I have a hard time doing things that don't lead to something. I have a hard time doing things that are just, just for fun. Hiking is probably the thing that I do most frequently just for fun, but I don't even do that that often. I will probably hike on Sunday, on Easter. Um, we'll see. But vegetables, everybody's got to eat. And there's, I'll tell you, there's nothing like going out and picking your dinner. It's pretty awesome. Kelly says, need pictures of your greenhouse. I will do that soon. I will do that soon. It's really like cluttered right now. But Stacy says, and a garden tour. Once it's going, absolutely. Take care, Liz. Have a good day. 
All right, so over on Facebook, I asked you all, are there any never miss elements to your daily routine? And we got a few responses here. Mark says coffee and, excuse me, coffee and training and sometimes sleep. Dennis says, for this question, I'll focus on my daily training routine. As I've gotten older, I better appreciate the need for and benefits of flexibility training. Whether it's traditional stretching, restorative yoga, or yoga flow, this is a never miss part of my daily training. And I'm curious, Dennis, um, what benefits do you see? Like, why is that so important to you? Stacy says, sleep, breathing, all other things are on an as needed or as possible basis. She adds on, however, in all seriousness, start and end my day in what has now been dubbed the sanctuary in my house. Three foot tall amethyst geode, my taekwondo, martial arts and spirituality books, singing bowls, a balance ball, and a futon are there. On oddly overwhelming days, sometimes I will sleep there. It's great. Kelly says, paperwork, paperwork, and more paperwork. Hmm. Sounds like it might be a topic for the next uh, school owners mastermind to talk about that paperwork and if, if there's a way to reduce it. Nobody likes paperwork, but it is a necessary part of life. Today is Wednesday. Today is the day I do my paperwork. But I've gotten it to a point where my paperwork is 60 to 90 minutes once a week. I've got a lot of things on autopilot that I just I don't need to worry about. I just need to make sure they're still happening. I don't need to do them. And that saved me a ton of time. First thing I'll do today will be paperwork, especially since I'm in the bit in this transition between banks, which is a challenge. Ah, scratch my nose. Um, hmm. anything else? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know what the weather is supposed to be today. I had the window open for a crack yesterday. It was really nice. In part because I was boiling sap and the house was getting kind of steamy. So I set up a fan on a counter and blew the steam out the window. Yeah. Oh, here's a fun story. I will end on this. So I go outside. I had a couple lilac trees that I purchased from Costco. It was like eight bucks or nine bucks for two lilacs. They were pink. I don't have any pink. I have purple and white. And I'm trying to build up the hedgerow of the lilacs. So I said, yeah, I'll grab those. And they've been sitting out on the porch and I, I planted them yesterday. And I'm sitting there planting them and the neighbor's dogs come up. It's like, oh, these guys aren't usually outside during the day. And I look over and both the cars are gone. And I'm like, huh. So they're sticking pretty close to me. And, and the older one, you know, we're playing, I'm throwing sticks and I'm trying to keep them from stepping on these very small lilacs because they're like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm just boxing them out and throwing sticks. And they're just, they're acting like they're, like they're getting away with something. You know, like, like you ever see a couple kids and they do something they're not supposed to and it works and then they're like, now what? And that's really what it felt like. They were definitely giving off this vibe, like they were getting away with something. So I messaged the neighbor and I said, hey, I just want to let you know the dogs are out and they're definitely acting like they shouldn't be out and they know it. And she writes back, oh man, 
How did they get out? Can you please put them back in the house? So I got them rounded up and I, I got them back in the house. And it was just so funny because I could just tell, like they just had this energy, like we got out, but now what do we do? Oh, Kelly says, why multiple banks? Uh, that's a that's a, a good short one. Um, transitioning to a bank, to a credit union for less fees. Um, and you should generally have two banks. So during this time of transition, I have three banks. Because one, I'm getting rid of the one that has the stupid fees. It's good. Just on fees, I'm going to save $500 a year. Not to mention they have better rates on everything I need. And yeah, it's a shame. I've been with this, the bank that I'm moving out of. I've been with for 20 years. They got me, they got Whistlekick started. It was the, the branch manager was also at the time, um, like a district manager. He's, he's moved on. He doesn't work for the company anymore, but he went to bat for me basically because he, he knew me from a previous bank and back in the Vermont computing days. And he went to bat for me and he said, we need to get this guy a loan. And he got me the $25,000 to get started. So I, I am I am indebted to him and to a certain degree to the bank because the bank has treated me well, but they've just been acquired and it's just nothing's moving in the right direction with them. So we will fade out. It'll take a couple of years because there's still some business accounts and there's a loan that they, they termed out from a credit card at one point that is 0% interest. Not moving that. Jenny's adding on to earlier conversation. Yoga every day. I wish I could read for leisure every day. I'm getting close to it. That's awesome. Kelly says, I love lilacs. Had a backyard fence put up last year because before my dog had to be tied and kept getting tangled around them. So they had to come down. Looking forward to planting new ones this spring. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, the smell of lilacs to me, that's the official start of summer. I love that smell. And I'm fortunate in that they don't all bloom at once. So I, I, the smell is extended. It's about three to four weeks that I get the smell of lilacs in the air. All right, I'm going to go. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you will come back tomorrow. Uh, episode 700, if it's not up yet, will be up soon in audio. So you can check that out. I'm expecting today. Uh, if you want to support us, remember you got a bunch of ways... You've got the code firstcup15 at whistlekick.com. You've got the Patreon. And of course, you've got whistlekick.com slash family. If you're family and you haven't checked out that page recently, you should do so. Oh, I clicked and it didn't go. There it goes. If you've got questions or comments, facebook.com slash firstcupwithjeremy. Or you can email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. And remember, we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Facebook, on YouTube. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's on Twitter. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're on Twitch. Thanks for coming by, everybody. I appreciate you. Be well, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Peace.